Amanda Shepard has been recovered. The Lazarus Project will proceed as well. Welcome to the Lazarus Project podcast, a Mass Effect podcast discussing its characters, lore, theory, and opinion. The podcast is recorded live in the Poppy54 Gaming Discord server. Come join us there to listen to the raw, unedited version, usually. All the details you need can be found in the show notes. My name is Craig, and joining me today is Tim. Hello. In this episode, we are going to be giving our predictions for N7 Day. So... Do you want to start? Shall I? To be honest with you, I had a thought about um, seven day. I really, I was actually struggling to come up with um, with some ideas of what I think might actually be on there because I don't. I think it's a bit too early in development for the trailers and that. I mean, we did get that Liara one, didn't we? We got that Liara yeah. teaser a couple of years ago now. Was yes, that, that wasn't last year, was it? No, no, it was. It wasn't even in seven day where they released it either. It was, oh, was it? Um, it was the Game Awards, I think. I think it was the Game Awards. I mean, someone yeah, someone can correct me if they know specifically, but I don't know. I, I think it was. Or it could have just been the Dragon Age trailer that was during that. But um, yeah, I don't I don't think they released that trade that trailer during N Seven Day. Um, so if 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 you wanted to. I'm thinking maybe if we started with predictions and then kind of edged into what we kind of more want to happen rather than what we predict, like in an ideal world, what we uh, would want. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, just double checking, because is there any echo on this? Because I should, probably should have my headphones on, really. I'm not hearing any echo. If the sound's okay. Uh, and uh, Kate's just going to listen tonight. That's fine. Yeah, that's no problem. And the sounds good. Ah, fabulous. Thank you. Uh, last year's footage was the hidden soundbite. Yeah, I quite I quite enjoyed that to be honest. Um, well, I played around with the sound. <laughs> and I fast forwarded it and I rewind it and, and I kind of reversed it. And then by the end of it, I must have spent a good like two hours on it. And I still haven't I've got a clue what it, what it was. <laughs> I I, I'm, honestly, I'm honestly curious to know if it's a segment from the game itself. Like if it's if it's either a segment of the game that they're just gonna sort of insert when the game's like further along, or if they are generally doing some early voice lines, but I mean, I, I think that's a little less likely. Um, but yeah, I would be interested to know if that's actually going to be a part of the game or if that's like literally just a promo soundbite. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. I should imagine it probably just a promo, promo soundbite. Mm. I don't think, I mean, like if you remember, was it a TV advert? Mass Effect 2 had that scene with them all shooting. I think it was like on the Krogan 
Ukraine world of Tachunka, where they were running and shooting and flipping over and and it looked all you know like a massive big fight with them all and that wasn't like in the game it was just there uh, for promo stuff wasn't it yeah i don't think it would be far-fetched to expect another soundbite because it's yeah it's, it's not like it would take too much to do uh giant burger says i'd like to hear some of the uh, ost and see a glimpse of a weapon or two snuck in uh snuck into something yeah that some of the music i mean it's probably a bit too early for that as well mm. um i think more along the lines of uh, what you're saying craig is it's going to be more of like a sound bike a more because they've, they've kind of built it up now, haven't they? With the, yeah. the mystery of the Geth. Because if you think about it as well, it would also be a little bit strange if they just did another poster. Because it's 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 kind of basically what you were saying. You know, they've they've built it up, so it would be strange to kind of scale it down to being a poster again. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But um, do you imagine like a worst case scenario where we're just going to get out of the way right now? Do you imagine a worst case scenario where we get absolutely nothing? That's... I think it's possible, to be honest. Um, everyone's but, you know, mm -hmm. excited about it and that. But I mean, like last year, it wasn't it wasn't a great deal. But maybe from a PR standpoint, it would look pretty bad if they didn't. Yeah. You know? If if I, if I was in the, I don't know if they've got a PR department, but if they've got a PR department, if you look at like that announcement that they did about how many layoffs there are, you'd want to install some faith, wouldn't you? Yeah, there was um, there was a uh, it was on I think it was Mass Effect uh, news Twitter feed uh, highlighted that they were advertising for a lead programmer for Mass for the Austin. Uh, Austin Branch to work on Dragon Age and Mass Effect. So oh they're still really? hiring. Dragon Age? But Dragon Age is supposedly it? playable. Yeah, it's, it's supposedly playable from start to finish. So that just doesn't sit right with me. Well, yeah, that's that's been in alpha for what the best part of eight, nine months now. Maybe a bit longer. So unless they're thinking further ahead, but it's not like they're just—they haven't just been sat around doing nothing for eight months, though, have they? So, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, um, let's see some more concept art for locations. That I think is a very big possibility, actually. Yeah, because um, there was a lot of wasn't there a lot of concept art last last year. With the places like um, what looked like Omega and some of the upside down triangle things, with um, is there a way we can bring that up? Andromeda kind of structures. Do you know? Do you know where that was? Where that was, was that? On Which one? Sorry, the concept art. Yeah. Yeah. See if I can find it. 
Um, what about how does and how does everyone feel about a title? Do you think there's any chance of a title? No. No. I suppose no. The, the the real thing is, I mean, yeah, we don't really know how far along in writing they are or or were. But even if they're not finished with the writing, if they have the idea and they're desperate enough to get something out for people. But I mean, I, I think... would be more worried if they didn't have like an idea for what it was going to be, for what the, for what the game was going to be. There was, um, I say Dragon Age again, not only just received its uh, Dreadwolf title, wasn't it? That was what, about a year ago. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Sorry. Giant Burger's got an interesting take. Can I bring that up on screen? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was odd footage because it was clearly Ilium, but there were Omega logos on the sign from the bar in Andromeda on the buildings. Huh. It was clearly Ilium, but there were Omega logos. That's, that's unusual. Um. When you say the bar in Andromeda, though, do you mean the bar that was on board the Nexus? Because, I mean, this is maybe a little bit far-fetched, and I mean, I say a little bit, it is far-fetched, but they say about, like, going back to the Milky Way, and you kind of, I kind of at least want some closure on Andromeda, and it would be kind of interesting if they found a way to bring the Nexus back to the Milky Way somehow, or bring some of the characters back to the Milky Way. I don't know why or how they would go there, but I'm not sure. Why would they want to bring it back then? You mean, why would they want to bring Andromeda characters back? Do you, uh, do you mean like bringing the characters back from Andromeda back into... Yeah, yeah, just to kind of offer some kind of closure, but I suppose from a storytelling standpoint, that's a hard thing to, to you know, um, justify. Yeah. Have you found it? Um, no. <laughs> oh. I've, I've, I've found it, but I don't quite know how to share it on the screen. Oh, here we go. Oh, there was also the one of, um, hold on, if I stick this up on screen. There was that one, wasn't there? The, um, the relay. Which looked like mm. a human design relay. 
like a Cerberus kind of logo colors. But didn't yeah. um, Gamble, he, 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 um, he said that, because Shinobi um, on Twitter had said that this looks like a human, he, he had a prediction about it, and Gamble had uh, replied to him saying, no, you're wrong with that. Well, hopefully it wasn't. Uh, ho- hopefully they didn't say, "Oh, it's a relay," because <laughs> I mean, it's 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 got to be a relay, hasn't it? Not be, yeah. Uh, what else is on there? That's the one I was thinking of. The upside down—is it upside down? See, I thought the whole thing might, the whole picture might have been upside down, and that the, the kind of presented it to trick you. But I'm not overly sure on that one. Do you see them bringing shipbuilding and new team character screen? I mean, I, I, I personally would really like to see a new, a new team character screen. I mean, it would be, it would be nice to see some kind of like middle ground. I think. I mean, the, th- the thing with that screen is it does feel a little bit gamey. And I think with how like immersive games are becoming, like over the years now, like I think you need a way to pick your characters, but also not break the immersion too much. So I don't know if there's a way they can create some kind of cutscene where characters step up or something, and you choose them from there, um, like in real time, rather than just have something pop up. You know what I mean? Just have like a blue background, and oh, you pick between these characters who are just not moving or anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I do. Th- I do think there is really something to having, like, you wouldn't. I don't. I just feel like you might take it as that relay is just a new relay that they've built because of the relays being destroyed, but we've seen the original relays being fixed. So that yeah. new relay, that's got to be for a specific purpose. That was it, wasn't it? I think um, I'm pretty sure he said something like uh, Mass Relay 7 or something, and he said, no, you, you're wrong on what the MR7 stands for. I, I still think the R stands for Relay. This does I could have sworn Mu Relay is something, isn't it? There was a, there's, is there a Mu Relay? Or am I making that word up? Mu. The Mu Relay, that's where you travel to, wasn't it? In um, the original Mass Effect. That's the one that got lost. Okay. So I, I can... What was that about it being lost? What, was that in a side mission? No, it's no. That the, was the one that uh, took you to. Um... Damn, I can't even remember the name of the planet. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. So, but it couldn't mean Mu Relay because I mean. I mean, do we even know what the Mu and Mu Relay stands for? Does it does it have some kind of translation into another language or because if it's Mu Relay seven, then you know, whatever Mu means if we have a definition. Let me just post this one up. I would like to see side missions with meaning. Yes. I tell you what, like, I know, Tim, I know you said we'll probably end up talking about The Witcher, 
but The Witcher is a good <laughs> example of good side missions in a good story. Like there are some there are some really good side missions in The Witcher, in my opinion. And I think if you can have side missions with like genuine moral arguments in them as well, like you know, of the quality of the loyalty missions, just regular missions that are as good as those loyalty missions, then then you could just get lost in that game and it would be spectacular, I think. So is this the Ilium looking one then, yeah? Yes, yeah, so this is the, the Ilium Ilium looking one. I mean that those there is definitely Ilium kind of structures that you see on Ilium. <laughs> or is yeah. it Thessia? Thessia's kind of structures. We've never seen towers glowing like that though, have we? No. And I don't know if that me I don't know if there's like if if when they drew this up there was any kind of function of what they would be. But like a couple of things that come to mind for me is like some kind of beam that takes you up to a ship or something, or beam that takes you somewhere. Or like like a shield like it produces some kind of shield around the city or i don't know yeah it's possible like a like a big kind of force field thing that like a dome kind of field generator or something yeah but then instantly it becomes like a a new planet i think then like you're pretty much confirming that it's a different planet when you have that because why would you need one unless you were really sort of really pessimistic about another invasion happening or something like mm. i would imagine it would be an atmosphere thing like you need it to protect you from death outside of the dome or whatever That's i mean clearly yeah that's that's Vessia. Yeah. That's Vessia as well, I think. Yeah, I think all those were yeah, it's possible that all those are Thessia then, isn't it? Hmm. Sorry, I'm kinda of good a bit off topic now, aren't we? Is this genuinely the so those stuff. are those are genuinely from the new game, are they? Um Yes, I think so. Yeah, this was posted in November of 22. Okay. So about a year ago. I mean, seems reasonable to assume that we just go back to Thessia then. Aren't they supposed to be... Um, kind of linking the two together? What, you mean linking the Andromeda Galaxy? Yeah, so I mean that was that was the theory, wasn't it? Or you know, with that, um, uh, with the trailer having both Andromeda and um, the Milky Way galaxies in the same thing, and Gamble saying that it was intentional. Yeah, but kind of like you get a feeling that you're kind of starting off in the Milky Way and you can end up in Andromeda. But it was going from. 
it went from Andromeda to the Milky Way. Because um, some, pe some people were saying that it just means that they're going away from Andromeda and focusing on the Milky Way. But oh, yeah, on, <laughs> yeah on, on my side of things, it's more just wishful thinking that they do it still implement Andromeda somehow. Because, I mean, you know, answering the DLC in a book is one thing, but answering like all those other questions about what's happening with the rest of um, the Ket and what happened to the Andromeda companions and the Ryder twins, answering those questions in a book just doesn't feel right. No, no, it shouldn't have been like that. Mm. But that's why I think the, the, the that relay's got to come into it somehow. Like, I just feel like they're going to come up with something really out there. Like that relay is the key to get to Andromeda or something. You know, maybe maybe they've used remnants of old Reaper technology to create this relay. I don't know. But, but then there's also the question of it looking Cerberus-like in its design. Because that was another thing. People were people were suspicious, or at least they were um, they were theorizing that you know it it, it looked Cerberus-like because it was kind of yellow and white. And then you, you then you kind of you're kind of wondering if Cerberus are the villains in that scenario, or if they're just kind of. I don't know. I think it would be quite interesting to bring Cerberus back, but have them turn over a new leaf. You mean like be the the alliance's poster child kind of new? Well, yeah, maybe. Or um, so if on like... N seven day they they dropped a, a teaser trailer that had maybe just like the Cer Cerberus logo pop up or something like that. How would that make you feel? Um, I don't know if that would make me think. Oh, yeah, this is definitely true. But like, it would, it would, it would, because <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a bold assumption to make. Like, if Cerberus is coming back, the first thing you would think is they're coming back as a villain, right? Yeah. Hollywood uh, guy says, introduce a new species. And will Cerberus be the villain, or will it be the Leviathan? I don't think it'd be the Leviathan. I think it's, they're, they're far too much like the Reapers. Yeah. It'd be just a repeat at, of the same. But at the same time, they're a villain that makes the most sense. As much as, as much as you hate to say it, they're a villain that makes the most sense. And what if... What if, right, like you, um, I don't know how you would feel about this, but what if there was some kind of mystery, right, where the Alliance was starting to behave like Cerberus? They were doing the kind of things that Cerberus would do. And you have no idea why, but then you find that uh, this is going to sound a lot like Mass Effect 1 now, but it turns out they're being affected by Leviathan. And then you're essentially fighting your allies 
whilst trying to solve this mystery or get to Leviathan. I don't know, because obviously it does just sound like Saren, but you're being very yeah. quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, t technically, they were. I mean, wasn't Admiral Kahuko kind of doing some shady work anyway, wasn't he? For the Lions. Hmm. I don't think they've been squeaky clean their entire time anyway. No. No, they haven't. Carla's here. Nice to see you. Make sure you go, uh, anybody that's watching, make sure you go check out Carla's channel. Absolutely fantastic uh, Mass Effect videos that she's got on there. Uh, latest one was a big timeline, I think she did on that so yeah make sure you check that out and again carlo if you want to jump on you can more than welcome to come join us uh, and share your thoughts for in seven day what your your predictions might be I, yeah i i do kind of I, I i completely see where you're coming from kate to be honest like cerberus isn't isn't the reapers by any means um it's it's going to have to be a downgrade from the Reapers, though, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. The thing I think the, the the biggest problem with the villain in Andromeda is they were just trying too hard to do something that was better than the Reapers. Like, I know you still didn't get to the end of Andromeda yet, Tim, but they did something at the end that I'm was like, <laughs> they did something at the end that was like, right, I'm going to be this powerful, and it was like you just. You're just trying to be worse than the Reapers, and we're not buying it. Like I, I, I love, I do love Andromeda for different reasons, but the villain was just no. But yeah, I, it was I, to me, to me, that villain in Andromeda was kind of a case of like, can you really one up the Reapers after all, sort of thing. I mean, it doesn't have to be galaxy ending. No. I mean, they, they built an entire galaxy. I mean, it is like the Star Wars of our time, isn't it? They've got all these different species. They've got all these different planets. They've got all these different factions. You can have a more scaled-down conflict. I mean, right at the very start, um, um, Anderson, he says to you, you know, he wants you to go and um find out what's going on uh with the normandy in that but you can't you know be seen to be sending in fleets and stuff because he doesn't want to start a war with the terminus systems so let's have a war with the terminus systems you know what i mean it, it doesn't have to be you know this is going to be wiping everybody out but it could change you know depending on how uh you know the, the battle goes or the war goes it could change the, the complete landscape of you know of the galaxy yeah it would be interesting i don't know do you reckon you reckon there's a possibility they do something else with ai Oh yeah, definitely. With them, because obviously they brought um, the Geth back, haven't they? Yeah, which kind of feeds into the whole ending 
problem that they've got. Mm. Because but if we've we heard the voice of one Geth. We don't we don't know that and, and I'm gonna use the technical term here. We don't know that all the platforms are coming back. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, the, on that poster, the, the word dead geth, wasn't they? And the crater was designed to look like a geth. So they're going to have a big part in it, I think. Although that one geth being alive does confirm that the network is still around, the geth network. Like, you know, there, there could be easily more than one program in that geth. And if there's more than one program in that geth, there can be more geth. Yeah. Uh, giant burger says uh, another Saren doesn't sound uh, bad thinking about it lead into it yeah i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna make a new game and i'm gonna i'm gonna reference doctor who here just to annoy tim because he hasn't seen it but doctor who is basically making a comeback by leaning into its past they're leaning into when doctor who became you know big again i mean when it made its big comeback in the early 2000s they had this, they had the David Tennant come into it and well, they had a different actor before, but David Tennant really popularized it. And then he went away and now they're bringing him back because the Doctor Who's kind of going through a bit of a, or it was going through a very long rough patch. But leaning into that nostalgia isn't the worst thing in the world. If you then use it to open doors to something new, like you say, okay, we're going somewhere different but we're going to we're going to reassure you you're going to you know we're going to start with something familiar so it doesn't you know it doesn't just make you uneasy as soon as you delve into it because people are going to be like you know they're going to be cautious they're going to be like i can't think of the word they're going to be wary yeah yeah they are going to be wary they're just because of what happened with andromeda and you know, whilst I do like Andromeda, not everyone does. And I mean, um, enough people didn't. And Carl says, if uh, they do another trilogy, expect this game will be more subtle introduction to everything, the smaller threat, rebuilding the galaxy, kind of like Saren in Mass Effect One. I don't think they'll do another trilogy. I think the Shepherd story is going to be a, a kind of a one-off. Because wasn't Andromeda supposed to be the start of a new trilogy? But because of the reception, they shelved it. And then obviously all those plot points didn't get answered. I suppose that's so I a very interesting question. Like, So I don't think would... they're going to put themselves in that position again. I think it's going to be just a singular story. But as a business, do you really... Do you really want to do that? Do you really want to like not keep? I mean, maybe there's a way that they could do it where the story does have enough finality to it, but you've got little things that could lead into whatever the sequel is if they, if they, you know, if it's successful and well received enough to warrant a sequel. Like you, you have something about like maybe if it's just a side mission or if it's just a few missions where you've got. I don't know, tensions rising with Batarians. And, you know, and then in the next game, it's a war with the Batarians. Like, that's just an example. But, you know, you 
you kind of slightly leave doors open, but you don't, you know, do the whole end credit scene thing, you know, where you say, this is what's coming and leave questions. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that's what they've kind of did with the, with the trilogy, but the overall story, I mean, you're looking like five years to tell the story, aren't you? You, you know, mm -hmm. I think I don't, I don't, I don't really believe that Mass Effect 1 was, I don't think it could have really just been the one game. No. Because it literally ended with Shepard saying the Reapers are coming, you know, it's a, it's a pretty major thing to just leave it on. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're coming from. But I, I think they should they should go down the the Dragon Age route, if I'm honest, where each game is is its own story. But then you've got like the world, um, yeah. You build the world up around it, so you've got you can have you know through threads of of events and things that happen. But each game is its own distinctive story. I suppose there would be no harm if your character doesn't die. You could still import your character and they could still, you know, you could still have your trilogy-esque adventure, but they wouldn't actually relate to each other sort of thing. Yeah. And I, I, I really do. I, I, I love the, I love the idea of just doing a different protagonist in every story and just, because in Dragon Age as well, they also kind of separated each game by either time or by just location. Like with Origins, it was it was for Elden, and I hate that we're going into Dragon Age. Like we said, it would. Um, <laughs> we had we had for Elden during the Blight, and then we had Kirkwall, which was over in the Free Marches. Yeah, that was just that was way far away from from Ferelden. and then we had another time jump which separated Inquisition. So you could kind of, you could say that there are consequences to this, that, and the other, and have everyone's choice matter, but you could also ignore certain things that were too major, so you're not limited by how you're, you can tell the story. If that makes sense. Like, th yeah. that would be a way to approach it with Mass Effect, you know? Go to a different location or a far off reach of the galaxy, further away in the Milky Way, and have another character going on another journey and doing something completely different. Like, that could be a way to do it. And I don't think bringing Shepard back is the way to do it as well. I think it's, it, it's a safer way of doing it so that you yeah. don't get halfway through a storyline and then you, you, you're funding to cut. Yeah, and so you know, do you, your story never gets finished. You end up like a Half-Life Three situation or something. I heard the same thing happen with Deus Ex. Never yeah, actually made it far with Deus Ex, but uh, Kate disagrees. Mass Effect special because it's continual storyline decisions that carry over. I'd like to see another trilogy personally, but yes, depends on the A sport. Hmm. But then you kind of we all we Problem. all hate that we all hate that which ending of Mass Effect Three is you know that whole what is canon debate though there was such a major decision you know I think you can still have that because you you have your own personal story but it's the more 
having having one game feed into a second game is is fine because you you can have your decisions and your permutations and stuff. But then when you've got three games, you've got decisions from the first game carrying into the second, carrying into the third. And then you've got decisions from the second to the third, and you've got decisions from the first to the third. So it's a lot, a lot of work mm. to try and just match up your decisions. And obviously you're going to upset people because some things get left unresolved or some things don't quite turn out as you want. Or I think it's a, yeah. it's a lot it's a lot for the developers rather than you know, just focusing on the one game like witches or boulders gate three where you you can have a decision and then a few hours later you can have the payoff to that decision in the same game rather than having to match it up three games later sort of thing yeah that's why I, it's one of the reasons why i think we don't we won't ever see a trilogy like that again i think it's going to be a a one-off because it is just it's a lot of work to try and to manage that is a really good i i you know what i think that's a really good way to do it though because then you you do have that choices matter sort of feel to it um but just just the fact that you've got to make if you make any game that does continue from mass effect 3 you're already tied down by literally every character could be dead literally every yeah. familiar character could be dead like even liara even though we've seen liara no no still no, be dead. i killed be dead. liara <laughs> <laughs> nope she has very thick plot armor on her yeah developers love her too much <laughs> well the colleges says that uh, i do hope mass effect doesn't become a dragon age clone with its game structure Hmm. I think with them being one sci-fi and one high high fantasy, yeah, hero fantasy. I think they are two. They're, they're separated quite well in their the game world. I don't see why you couldn't have the Mass Effect universe. And everything that goes on in with it and not I, not have to have that single one story that 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 it, you know it just tells that one story in that universe and that's it you can't have separate stories in separate games but staying within in the galaxy in that i i would like to pose a question then because this just made me think that that, that comment kind of made kind of made me think because obviously you know, Dragon Age structure is to do a different protagonist in every game. Would how, out of everyone in the chat who would like to see Shepard come back? That's all I want to know. Uh, Giant Burger has a uh, a very good um, example of the and another problem that they've got as well. Uh, Tatunkra comes to mind. The number of scenes you can get out of the Genophage Cure was insane. It must have taken forever which also feeds into the next Mass Effect game because did you cure it? Did you not? Are you going to have millions of, of Krogan in the galaxy now? Did are we not? Are they going to be extinct? How are they going to? But it's not, it's not that, that one. <laughs> it's, it's not that difficult, Tim. You just, first of all, you don't go to Chunker. 
and <laughs> you just because not all the Krogan in the universe are dead, you know, because in that scenario where you sabotage the genophage cure, most of them think that it's been cured. And whilst there may be some tensions or some speculation about it not having worked, you could just have that as part of a, a plot point. Like uh, there's tension with the Krogan because of what you did, but they're not sure if you actually did sabotage or if anyone did sabotage it. They just know that there's something wrong and they're, they're not like the brightest you know, race in the universe. And you just have that as like your consequence, you know, you're not on as good terms with the Krogan because they think something might be wrong, but they're not sure. And then, you know, you, you, you have that continuation and there's enough Krogan in the universe to still have Krogan show up if it's been sabotaged, you know? But then aren't you going to upset the people that had cured it and um, mm, wanted yeah. to see little baby Krogans. Well, then they, you have, well, then you have little things on the side, like you add an extra side mission where, you know, you have to rescue a baby Krogan or you have to, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> I've got some answers to your question. Uh, Giant Burger, hands up, because uh, they want him back. Okay. Alice says, I don't think they'll bring him back, Shepard, but I want it even if it's not realistic. Okay. Other guy wants uh, Shepard back. Oh, okay. Uh, Kate says, I don't, th I think if they bring Shepard or the OG cast, it'll be not as playable characters. It'd be more of a mentor role, similar to what they did with Hawk in Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm. See, as much as I, I'm not a fan of bringing him back, if bringing him or her back, but bringing Shepard back as a mentor to me does sound like a good way to do it if you are going to do it. Because then I don't know. I do. I do like what they did with Hawk and Inquisition. Like, and also that whole situation where Hawk could die as well. I'm not saying you bring Shepard back just so they would die again. <laughs> <laughs> because that would just be even more ridiculous and then what happens like if we're bringing Cerberus back we do another Lazarus project and then you know it's a it's a vicious circle if there's they're going to bring somebody back to mentor it's got to be Garrus it's got to be Garrus mm, unless he's dead um, any polls that I've ever done Garrus has always always come out on top unless he's dead I'm surprised that he didn't have um, plot armor on the mouth. Love that he gets. Mm. Another character who died and came back, basically. Like, <laughs> you're mowed down by that gunship. Um, Appel Jat, I'm sorry if I'm going to butcher your name here, but Appel Jat says, I like to bring Shepard back, uh, but I feel like they'd only work as a playable character. Hmm. See, that Shepard's story's done. Tim I think it'll under, undermine if they brought <laughs> Shepard back. It'll just undermine the, the the sacrifice that that they put themselves through at the end of Mass Effect Three. But like, okay, there's a new threat now. I'll uh, dust myself off. Right, come on, off we go. Oh man, Shepard dying as the Easter egg. That's just so hilarious. Like. 
after the whole dying and coming back thing, just just dying for the sake of an Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but okay, um, another question then is: Does anyone think characters? Oh, hang on, Hollywood guy saying something about Andromeda anyway. Oh, sorry, I just popped this one up from Carla. I don't see the doing another Hawk situation because it wasn't well received. There's a ton of criticism about Hawk not being their Hawk. I imagine that uh, Shepard would be worse. But do you, do you not think that maybe their systems have changed? Because, I mean, Inquisition, when did we say that came out? Like 2017, wasn't it? I could have sworn it was earlier than that. Because I thought it was 2013, and then I thought. I found out it was 2015. No, 17 was Andromeda, wasn't it? No, 16 was Andromeda. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was 2014 then. Yeah. Inquis oh, oh yeah. 2014, yes. Yeah. So it's been 10 years yeah. since. So I'm just, I'm just saying, what if they had developed a system or if they could develop a system where it would be able to transfer, you know, all of the dialogue choices or just your your renegade slash paragon meter or whatever and make your character dictated by that you know like your your voice lines or shepherd's voice lines as a non-playable character would be dependent on how renegade or how paragon you are you know because then it, it would because actually by the sounds of it from from just saying it, it doesn't sound like that should be a hard thing to do i mean in terms of the extra voice lines sure no. And in regards to the Hawk situation, though, I thought, isn't that just because they moved from Unreal to Frostbite? So everything didn't quite look mm. the same. I really like Talking Inquisition. And they've gone back to Unreal Engine for the next game. Not what they said. Yeah. I would be interested to know what the criticism was. I mean, I I do get having to create your character from scratch. Is not a fun thing to do. No, and if you do it, you have to do it before you met them as well, which I thought was kind of ruins your surprise, doesn't it? Mm. You um, can do that with Shepard. You could do that with Shepard if they were to bring him back. They could have Shepard turn up with the helmet on and talk to you in through the helmet for a bit, and then you could recreate your your Shepard when they took the helmet off. But and even though I'm not really on board with it in general, if they bring Shepard back, I think they need to show how he survived or how she survived. You know, they can't just have surprise, I'm alive, reveal. <laughs> you know, like in that one scenario where you see Shepard breathing, I think we need to see somebody recovering the body. Somebody, dare I say it, resurrecting shepherd like the lazarus project you know oh i but do like can't... this like this idea okay it says garris as a mentor would be great maybe rex and garris bad cup good cup style mentors see there we go that's the next game which is <laughs> just rex and garris buddy cop duo solving crimes <laughs> i would play it definitely down for that one
certainly having the Mass Effect Legend Edition now on PC, Xbox Series X, and PS5. They've made it easier to carry over characters. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, as much as it's not really heavily used, like Tim, you said that Mass Effect's got his own version of the Dragon Age Keep. Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, the archives. Which I didn't think he got a lot of, um, um, like, coverage. The, forget, the game, forget game make that movie, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you pop on, pop on the screen if you see him. Oh, I'm sorry. It's because sometimes you want to put up with your own ones, so I don't want to, <laughs> you know, I want to take out the spotlight. But better than... But if you're going to do buddy cop like crime, it's got to be a TV show. Buddy cop crime TV show. And then what you do is you do you add Tim's A team intro that he created. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be called though? Hmm. Stories from the Citadel? I don't know. I'll take some thinking. Anyone's got any cool names, feel free to throw them out there. A Blasto 80 style action movie. I mean, sorry. I kind of skipped over you there, Carla. Sorry. <laughs> but Blasto. Is he Rex rebuilding the, the Krogan? I think he'd be dead. I think, like uh, Gareth says, that you know he needs to be watching his food. I think there would, even if you know he's uh, getting all the clans together. I, I don't. I think there's enough bad blood there that somebody would have taken him out. Yeah, they're not. They're not kind of the forgive and forget kind of race, are they? They're not going to be happy with. I think it would be a huge sin, though, to after making the effort to keep to keep Rex alive, to then just have Rex get killed anyway, off screen. <laughs> that would be worse. <laughs> <laughs> but probably for the safest bet is to just avoid Rex. I think, unfortunately. Unless you just have Reeve step in for everything. But Reeve is not going to do the same stuff as Rex. There we go. Hollywood guy says uh, the Krogan will be the villains. I think you've got it on to a point there, to be fair. Yeah. If you, if you, you do Krogan, you're it. Yeah. I could I could so see that. Like, yeah, the, what was it, a thousand... Thousand babies, thousand babies. They can have a a year. Is it a year or a month? I don't know. It's a ridiculous amount, though. Um, but that's that's an idea that works if you cure them and mm. if you sabotage them. If you sabotage them, a whole lot more of them are going to hate you. And you know, I'm pretty sure all of the program won't won't be on your side. But if you cure them. You've got some, I think, that would still want to start a war, but then yeah. I think you would you would have some that don't. I, I I do I do feel some sympathy and some hope for some of them. Like, 
But in I, the in the DLC, the um, the Citadel DLC, Shepard asks Rex, he goes, oh, what are you doing here? He goes, oh, I'm just butting heads with the council about uh, living space. That's exactly how the rebellion started. That's exactly how it, they've, they've kind of set that up perfectly. You've cured them. Mm-hmm. They're already getting cross with the, the, um, the council okay. about. You, you, you're being a bit space prejudiced there, Tim, though, because <laughs> the humans, the humans butt heads with the council all the time. Shepard butts heads with the council all the time. Doesn't yeah, but mean the humans can't reproduce Krogans on the scale that, that... well, they can't reproduce Krogans anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but they can't reproduce babies on the scale that, that Krogans can. Oh, who knows? Next Mass Effect, maybe you can romance a Krogan. But I mean, if you think about it logically, they've done the Geth, they were the, the enemy in the first game, weren't they? And then you had the, the collectors for the second game. Mm. And then you had Cerberus for the third game, so that you're going to need some cannon fodder. You're going to need somebody to shoot. And I, I can't see him going back to any one of those three that they've already done. I'm not sure I approve of you calling Krogan cannon fodder, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> they made mistakes. Well, it, you can't just they're... turn up on a planet and there'll be like nothing to shoot at, can you? No. That they des- they deserve more credit than can follow for how good of a warrior <laughs> they are. Yeah, it is a year. It's not a month. Uh, Giant Burger uh, corrects me there. It's a uh, thousand babies a year you can have. It would also make shepherds. Yeah, would, uh, yeah. Kate's made a very good point there. Need to read it out because obviously the oh, people yes, on the podcast uh, won't yes. be able to hear. <laughs> I'm sorry, it. you're right. It would also make Shepard's efforts and and Rex's efforts null and void, and prove the Solarian Dalatras right. We can't have that. Yes, it's a very good point, but also at, at the same time, let's be honest. Nearly no one, almost no one, likes the Dalatras, right? Wouldn't it be so much more interesting if you could go back to Mass Effect Three? knowing that she was right all along that would give you a whole other perspective on the whole argument like it would be i mean it's a controversial topic from from the get-go but it would just it, it could make you rethink the whole thing and you know who's to say that just because they're the enemy in the following game that you can't make peace with them in the end anyway you know that there isn't eventually a peaceful solution again Uh, Carla's uh, come up with a, an interesting question. Do you think they'll have to canonize an ending? See, I know for me, I know it'll upset people, but I think that they do. I think they're going to have to pick one because I'd hate to see it them do a, a, a do a Deus Ex. Um, situation whereas in deus ex 2 they said all i think it's three endings from the original game they said all three endings happened and then they kind of made some kind of wishy-washy way of kind of saying yes you um you reprogrammed i can't what the endings were now there was like three different endings and played it yet so 
Oh, right, okay. Three different that. endings to it. And yeah, the Deus Ex 2 said, yeah, all three hand, uh, ending it. It's just a bit silly. I think one of the, the ways around it is that you set it so far in the future that none of the original cast there, or maybe you still got like Liara and Rex, who know exactly what happened, but the people of that time that are in the future that they don't know what happened and it's all legends. Some people said that, you know, the shepherd um, made everybody, you know, synthesized everybody. And some people say, no, no, no shepherd, you know, the shepherd um, took control of the reapers and saved the earth that way. And no, 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 you know, and it's all lost in legends sort of thing. So nobody really knows what happened apart from like Liara and Rex and they won't say because Reasons. Good reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, there's only like a handful what, of people that know the truth, sort of thing. What exactly happened with synthesis then? Did everyone just randomly devolve? Like, did we get? Did we sort of, you know, sort of the equivalent of you know not evolving, going back down to being? Because we were these overlord, synthetic, organic beings in synthesis. You know, we were a combination of, I don't know what I'm saying, we. I mean, like the human race was a combination of synthesis and organic. How do you go from that to just being organic again? Because they have green eyes and everything. You can literally see that everyone's changed. So Yeah, but that's in the, the you know, that's the, in the immediate, isn't it? I mean, if you, like I say, you set it so far in the future, maybe you do, you know, six, 700 years in the future, evolution's kicked in or something. And, you know, as the generations have been, have moved on, less and less of those green eyes and electric circuit arm things, they've kind of diminished. So it, you look human again. Mm. And then obviously, depending on your choices in the game, you maybe they're quite good at doing those you know questions at the very start kind of set your game world up it could be that you know if you are oh, what ending did you choose sort of thing and if you chose synthesis then you get i don't know a techie bonus or something I feel like it had such an evolutionary difference, though. It deserves more than just, <laughs> oh, you get a tech power bonus. <laughs> you get extra damage on your um, Inferno thingy, whatever. It yeah. Is. When you, you go to use your arm or something, you, you you go to use a button or something, your arm kind of goes blue, you know, green for a split it's second. Like, it's like, like when a glyph's pointless upgrade, you get a 2% increase. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Uh, Color Grease is there. I think that's why they lean towards a massive time jump. So Andromeda, it's easier, including all the endings and choices would make the game massive. Yeah, exactly. Which why Andromeda was such a, a, a great get out clause for it. If they've left at you know, the middle of Mass Effect 2, they don't know what the ending is. It's now in a different galaxy, 600 years in the future. Yeah. Perfect. It was an absolutely perfect way to, to carry on the story and not upset people. My name is Scott Ryder, Tom Taylorson. 
calling in for the Andromeda Galaxy, and you are listening to the Lazarus Project podcast. I think the trailer with Liara implies they've decided on a canon ending, which looks like the story. Yeah, I that, that's I I think that's what they, they need to get. I mean, like I said, it was going to upset people, hmm. um, but I think I mean, they need to pick it. And I think destroy makes the most obvious sense for games going forward. It does, and also, I don't know how many people played Life is Strange, but depending on choices at the end of that game, obviously there's only two. But in the scenario where you choose. I perceive as the wrong choice, but some people perceive it as the right choice. But at the end of that game, there's a comic series that m- presumes that that's canon. And it's also actually, we've seen it in Dragon Age as well. Dragon Age has assumed that certain choices are canon in the comics. So I know talking a sequel game is a bit more of an extreme, but I'm just saying we've seen it before. You know, the developers have decided on a canon so that they can continue a story in the past. You know, with I believe it was Alistair being king. Yeah. Giant Burger says you could have a word with all three to say no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but what would you do? Like, if the Reapers are controlled or if the Reapers are just still around, would you just say that they went off to dark space? They, they, they just come back every Christmas? Like, <laughs> you, you, you you need some kind of consequence to that. You still need the Reapers to be around because otherwise you don't feel there's any weight to the choice. Uh, maybe you could do an end. Uh, Kate says maybe they could do a an Avengers Endgame where someone is trying to stop or kill Shepard and you're set back to save him. Time. Oh, no. See ya. Oh, time travel. Yeah. You get into a layer. I love time travel. Absolutely love it. But you get into so many awkward moments with it and a lot of hasn't, hasn't seen doctor who <laughs> <No>. <laughs> sorry but yeah there's so many paradoxes can be done with time travel i actually thought i have thought of um of doing a doctor who starting a doctor who run oh yes you have to I'm start in the middle you... of a star trek run at the minute yeah i've never watched all that so i've yeah with, with that going through that sorry i i have to say i'm nerding out now sorry <laughs> carla i agree i just i feel that kind of what do you agree with i agree with all of it i did the i don't the i don't i don't want time travel multiverses or wormholes personally carla I couldn't agree with, with you more because Marvel just kind of, I think, oversaturated that. And people, I just don't think people care so much about multiverses at the moment anymore because it's just all too large scale, I think. And I think it's the same thing with Mass Effect, like we've been saying. And we just need to downscale it more, I think. That's that's just me personally. Maybe there's a, a world, uh, there's a multiverse world that's... Uh... Hasn't got onto the trend of multiverses. Oh, sorry, Kate. I was Kate says I was only joking with time travel. Wasn't a serious suggestion. <laughs> but, uh, why not? 
why don't we just have anyone who's seen Endgame? We just have Scott's van in space, and then they travel through that. A flying van in space to help them time travel. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny how often they they resort to time travel sometimes when they run out of when when any company any studio runs out of ideas. Yeah. Um, so, um, what was your predictions for Ed <laughs> Yeah, predictions for Ed Seventh Day. You know what? I'm glad we had this tangent because this has been a very interesting discussion. Um, I'm going to go. I went with the kind of wackiest predictions possible because I just think they've got to be spectacular. And I'm not saying they've got to, you know, give us the game now because they really, really won't. Um, but dare I say it, a Mass Effect TV show announcement. We've seen so many game adaptations very recently, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's, um, The Last of Us, you know, so so many ones have been done well recently. And I think it's, yeah, again, delving into canon, but, you know, whether it's a TV show that's just about First Contact War or if it's a TV show that's very Star Trek-esque, where they're just exploring different planets, it's a whole different crew of a whole different ship. There's just so much you could do with that. And also it kind of reminds those Mass Effect fans that, hey, we're here. And, you know, we remember Mass Effect exists, despite, you know, being very quiet, despite the one trailer and the teasers. But, you know, you could do what Dragon Age did, Dragon Age Absolution. They've made that series to set up the next game. You know, this could be a series that sets up the next Mass Effect game because God knows there are going to be questions about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I quite like that, actually. If it was but it's like an animated thing, or would you prefer I, a live, live TV show? I personally would like live action just because I think it would be too cool to the idea of a live action Mass Effect series. I'm sorry. I'm just too giddy with that idea. <laughs> just, I don't know. What do you think? Would you prefer an animated series? I think an animated series. Yeah. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there is the Amazon show. We don't necessarily know that it's actually, you know, we don't know that it's actually happening via Amazon now, do we? Because wasn't that Amazon show like announced ages ago? Uh, sorry. Um, it's all right, Chris. Right. To be honest, we didn't really know we were doing this until about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours ago now, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Um, so Carla says, okay, yeah, I think that rumored Amazon show might be announced too. Bioware needs a big win right now. Yeah. Yeah, they really yeah, do. And also the best part about doing things that way is that they don't need a developer team to do it. They just need somebody to outsource to. And as much as we want as many reliable minds on this as possible, 
so many reliable minds have already kind of left Bioware. Mm. But then we're kind of raising the question of, do we know if a Mass Effect series would be good? But you never know. Maybe that's why Matt Quart has left. I don't know. I mean, he was very much on board with it, according to an interview that I saw um, earlier today. It was an old interview, but I don't know. It's a crazy prediction. Uh, Hollywood guys uh, predict uh, Lara has a vision of Shepard, making everyone believe that Shepard is alive. And what? That's kind of muddled my mind a bit. Liara has a vision of Shepard making everyone believe that Shepard's alive. Oh, sorry. I misread that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that kind of that could lead into Tim's theory about a certain character being a certain villain that's quite controversial. You know what I'm talking about, Tim? No. Your theory that Liara could be the villain. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, they won't do it. Mm. But yeah, having a crazy vision would be would be a good way of doing it. Yeah, also, you know what? It sorry, it makes me think of I don't know how many people played Halo 5. But it does make me think of Halo 5. I'm not playing that. Oh, oh. Chief had, I know a lot of people don't like Halo 5 and I don't like Halo 5, but Chief had a vision about Cortana and then kind of it led him on this whole journey. Anyway, um, you want to read this one, Tim? Hey, Carlos says, uh, I would definitely uh, see a series like The Expanse. Or I'd like an animator or a live action, but I think live action show would make aliens look weird as hell. Wasn't there a big, um, there's a big controversy with um, the Obi Wan show, wasn't there? Because the um, head Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor, the Grand, Grand Inquisitor. Inquisitor looked nothing like the comics, did they? And people were really angry about that. Well. He didn't look anything like the series version. Oh, the, the series. The animated oh. series, yeah. But that wasn't the only problem with the Obi-Wan series. There, were, there was way more than just that one problem. Like, yes, the aliens might look a little weird as hell, but to be perfectly honest, I would like to see modern-day CGI attempt a Krogan. Like, seeing a, a gruff, realistic-looking Krogan, I just think that would look awesome. That's just me, but I, I think it could look awesome. Uh, Giant Burger agrees. Uh, says that live action would be a bit like cosplay. We don't know until we see it. No, we don't know until we see it. If we see it. Uh, Carl again uh, says the head of Dragon Age worked very closely with Netflix to create Absolution, which I think would be the case again. That They need to do that, absolutely. Um the wasn't it the the director of the last of us worked on the the last of us tv show the lead yeah the lead writer from from naughty dog and the lead writer of last of us worked with um, 
worked with the director, no, the writer of Chernobyl. Yeah, they co-wrote it, I think. Um, and I think Craig Mazin, who you know, is the Chernobyl guy, he, I think he directed it as well. He, he co-wrote it with Neil Druckmann. But yeah, he also directed Last of Us, I believe. But so you get somebody I mean, that close to the, the source material. You're yeah. onto a winner, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, they I mean, made Mario might... work. They can make <laughs> Mario work, you know? Anything's possible. And then you go complete the opposite with the, the Witcher TV show and you get people going, yeah, I want to do it this way. And it's like, well, that's nothing like, you know, the, the books and stuff. And Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a bad sign. I just I couldn't get through season three. I was just, I just fell asleep. I just couldn't, <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't right to me. The Hollywood guy believe, uh, agrees with me. So I believe that Lara could, can be the villain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably I think that I is what maybe... Mark, Mark Walter said to us, though. And I can see his point um, when we interviewed him. He says, for everybody that hates a character, you're going to have somebody that likes them. Mm-hmm. So and you're Liara. People love Liara. How are you going to then turn Liara into a villain? And then also, the like, out, but... yeah. They're even, they're even less so going to do it as well if they're coming off the back of the Andromeda controversy. Yeah. Uh Chris Chris, I I have, yeah. But I'm there is there is a difference between a cosplay and CGI though. And as much as you know, everyone can make the argument and I too could vouch for it that, you know, practical is usually better than CGI. But when it comes to Krogan and it comes to um sorry, brain fart on Garrus's race, um Tyrion's when it comes to Turians and it comes to Krogan, CGI is kind of the only way to do it, at least in my opinion. Is it, that was literally what I was talking about, Chris. That's literally what I meant. It would certainly be interesting, but didn't that happen in Halo, Cortana turned evil? See, I read it that time, Tim. Um, but yeah. That that's 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 that was that was what I was trying to say. Like they did they did something like that because he literally had a vision. He had a vision of Cortana chased after her, and Cortana was evil. That's all right. I think I think we've all had a long day. <laughs> um. Live action would be extremely, exp- yeah, it would be extremely expensive to make due to CGI and special effects required. But yeah, it would look sweet. And how different would it be to the budget of, say, you know, Game of Thrones? Like, that show's kind of proven that, you know, money's no object if you can get the viewership, you know? It's a big risk. I think it is a risk because. I don't know the numbers from Dragon Age Absolution, but I know I have a few personal friends who played Dragon Age who didn't bother with the show. So are you going to be sure that every Mass Effect fan is going to watch a TV show? You know, because 
you know, we're gamers, aren't we? We're not all, we don't all watch stuff and play games. So yeah. it's, it's a gamble. See, that's the, the problem. The problem I've had with the, like the Resident Evil adaptations and stuff, because if you think about it, you're, you're appealing to the gamers because they love the game, but you've also got to make it available for non-gamers to get into. Yeah. But then do you retell a story that's already been told? Because that's what drew the gamers in in the first place. Or do you do something new? But then... Well, the thing is... The thing is, if if you're not if you're not having Shepard as the protagonist, if you're having a story that sets up whatever the next game is, the next game I would assume has to work for people who are first playing Mass Effect for the first time as well. Because I think a lot of people who pick up that game aren't going to have played a game that came out presumably ten years ago. Because if, if let's assume that the next Mass Effect game comes out twenty twenty six. People who pick up the next Mass Effect game aren't going to, you know, say, oh, I'll pick up that game from 10 years ago, you know, so I can catch up. Oh, wait, there's more games? Oh, those more games came out 10 years before that? Like, you've got to make a story that, you know, people can just pick it up and play it and understand what's going on. So a TV show's got to do the exact same thing. Yeah. That was a bit of a ramble, sorry. But <laughs> you, you've, you've always... They've got to assume anyway that people don't know the story. And I think there are, I can't think of any examples at the top of my head, but there are, I think, examples of shows that have done that or, or movies or something that have done that. You know, you have existing source material, but you don't have to have seen that existing source material. Uh, Carla says game marketings are like 75% geared towards new fans and 25% towards returning fans. A show like that, a show would be like that for sure. Yeah. And I think if you think about Mass Effect 1, we weren't thrown into Mass Effect 1 during the um, first contact war. We weren't thrown into Mass Effect 1 during. Um, the Geth-Quarian War, the Geth-Quarian conflict. We were thrown in with all of that history just sort of fed to us as we played the game. And somebody who's just watching the show for the first time or playing the new game for the first time, they're going to be fed that information just like we were when we played the first game. So, you know, it might be slightly different in how you do that in a TV show, but you still have to do it, you know? Uh, okay. Um, time to oh, but wrap this had, up. I still had some more. No, oh, did you? I had, <laughs> I still, yeah, I still had some more predictions. I thought we were just uh, going off topic. And to be fair, the TV show thing could be the next time we we sit down and have a chat. We could uh, we could re go over. I know we've done a podcast on it, but we could uh, we could do another live episode about a TV show and when would you like a set and that sort of stuff and get people's opinion on that way. Yeah. Um, 
But if 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 you do want to wrap up soon, can I just go through my list? Yeah, no, yeah, sure. <laughs> I can be very quick if you want to pass soon. <laughs> I thought we were just uh, kind of going off of topic and a bit of a ramble, so I thought we were. New Mass Effect comic series. Bit more likely? I think it's... I, I don't think it would be... Uh, I think it's too early for that. Mm, okay. But it's still possible. It's still possible. I, To be honest, I, th I think... It's going to be more concept art, maybe, or, a, or an, an announcement of a comic series. Announcement, yeah, I suppose it could happen. I mean, they, they did work quite well. They they did do the comic series for Mass Effect way better than they did um, Dragon Age, um, because it doesn't touch any of your decisions. So it really just complements and expands the universe mm. rather than saying, "Yeah, this My... happened." And, whether you like it or not so. <laughs> my my one issue with the mass Effect comics though was that they didn't explore just unique stories like it would have been nice to just not be shown stories we'd already heard about in the games like i i started this fan fiction right and this is a little bit of a tangent but i started this fan fiction about two brothers who were just trying to survive the reaper war together and one of them ended up converting to cerberus because they were desperate but something like that something that adds new characters to the law i think that could be way that that to me is more exciting than just seeing a story we've already heard about you know see that's I mean, that's why one of the reasons why i really liked um i think it was the foundation foundation comic oh really comic because you, yeah because uh, you, you you'd see about um brooks and you get all of her backstory which you only really meet in um in the deal in the Citadel DLC. Yeah. But she's yeah. such an interesting character and it ties nice, you know, it kind of weaves in and out of the games that you've played and stuff. But it is, you know, it's all like a, an original story in that. And just little things like, you know, she's the one that got all your dossiers for Mass Effect 2 for you, you know, recruiting your your team and stuff. You go into the game, all the information there, you can go into your pause menu and you find the information of the characters that you, you're going to go and recruit. She's the one that compiled all that, but you don't think of that when you're playing the game. You kind of... I hate to correct you, but I think she did say she did that in Mass Effect 3. Did she? Yeah, I think she did. No. But, yeah. Yeah, that's a good example. I mean, it would just be nice to see a completely unique character, though. One that you would only know about if... Because Star Wars does that all the time. You know, characters that you wouldn't meet anywhere else in the comics. Like, expand the universe more, you know? Uh, yeah. Carla's backing me up here. Um... But yeah, okay, do you want to hear the next one? Yeah. So, I literally wrote new vague trailer. So, I just felt like that Liara trailer was vague. It just, it didn't show us really anything new, that trailer. Climbing over Reaper dead corpses, we kind of 
new reapers were gone didn't really say anything new other than liara was back like yeah. they could so easily just release a trailer that's shrouded in mystery and not really giving us any answers you know like they could have one idea that they just threw out there like a year ago and they've turned that into a trailer because they've settled that that's going to be in the script you know that that's something that you know you know they could act that out and whatever you call it uh, motion capture you know they could do something along those lines probably less likely though but i think liara being it again i mean probably because then it means they don't have to announce something i mean yeah to be fair i think any trailers leading up to the game would just have Liara in it because they'd want to keep the resty crew as secret as possible. Because mm. I think they've actually, as much as you and me both hate it, I think they've hinted all too much that she's looking for Shepard. Whether Shepard's alive or not, the N7 logo kind of proves she's looking for Shepard. And so that could be a series of trailers. You know? It doesn't necessarily mean that Shepard's alive. It might be something that it might be carl the n7 or bob the n7 <laughs> tim the n7 yeah conrad <laughs> <laughs> yeah liara had that crush on comrade all along <laughs> lost lost love um new book series Again, I think it's too early for it. Mm. Okay. I think my I mean, last one my opinion, of... but you might be you yeah. know, might be right. But yeah, I mean it doesn't have to be a book that's setting up the next game though. No, I mean they did quite a few in between, didn't they? Yeah. The deception and revelations and like we were saying about one off stories, a book about a character in the first contact war. Mm. You know? Yeah, I mean they had Paul Grayson, didn't they? That's a character you'll only know from the books. He's never in one of the games. Mm. But yeah. But yeah, if they are looking for Shepard's body, though. Oh, sorry. Um, I think. Well, I'll come back to you. Don't worry. About me. Um, I, th I think the N seven helmet was Liara reminiscing and remembering. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I didn't think of it that way. It is kind of. It could just be a trailer that's symbolic. You know, we're dusting off the ashes of an old memory, and. You know, it's like she might as well have been dusting off like her old Mass Effect gaming case or something, you know, a disc case of the Mass Effect game, just dusting off the case of her game and just being like, yeah, it's time to play Mass Effect again. You know, it's 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 that kind of thing. You know, it's, it, it, it could just be symbolic if it's coming back, you know, that's 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 a very good point.
Did I read that out? I should have. Did I? Yeah, you did. Okay. Uh, Hollywood guy says, uh, Tim, would you hate it if Shepard comes back? Yes, I would. Yeah. I, I think this his or her story is done. And the, the world, the galaxy is big enough now to tell other stories. There's room there. There's plenty of room there for a new hero to, to rise. Just to, um, maybe they're just looking for Shepard's body. See if that Possibly, was. If that it was... could be like, um, be like Metal Gear. One of the demands in the very first Metal Gear was um, Big Boss's uh, remains. They needed his body. Mm. So it but could then be I a think... case of they the, the need his body for her, his or her body for some reason. Build a new Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like there has to be more payoff, personally, than just a body. Yes, yeah. there's a smile on her face and Liara's face in the trailer. Uh, feels more like, ah, good memories, glad I found this. Not, aha, I found something. Yeah, there's that kind of glint in her eye, isn't there? She's she definitely, it could, I suppose it could look, you know, it could look either way, couldn't it, really? There's the, the look that, you know, she, you know, happy memories of of Shepherd. Or it could be that, you know, she's dusting something off and winks to the camera. Like we're coming <laughs> back. <laughs> um uh, yeah, I suppose I mean it could be that, you know, she's she's in the right place and you know, she's whatever she's looking for. She knows that she's she must be close because of what she's just found, which then takes you back to the. I mean, it might even be something like um, she needs something from the original Normandy because that that crash landed on the uh, an ice planet, didn't it? And you can actually find your helmet if you go there in, in Mass Effect 2's DLC. You can actually find your helmet there. Which then you you put as you know display on your on your in your cabin. So it might be something that she needs from that original Normandy. Finding the the helmet piece, it's like oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in the right area and I know the right place and happy memories of Shepherd. Mm. <laughs> the thing is, if she if she was just looking at a reminder of Shepard, I don't think she would be happy. I think she would be sad. Uh, but Carla points out very uh, another very good point. Uh, it could mean anything at this point of year. We know nothing. Hopefully, we'll get some info in about five days' time. Who knows? Do you have anything left on your list? I had the Mass Effect game name, but we kind of already talked about that. So, yeah, I think I, it's way too early. I, I, what was it? The Dragon Age one? I mean, that was almost in alpha before they named it, didn't they? I don't mm. know what they were calling it before. Is it just Dragon Age 4? Yeah, 
I mean, people were just calling it Project Dragon Age. Name, it? The Joplin or something. That was one of them, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't, yeah, yeah, I, I think, think the, the names is going to come way later that. Mm. But in terms of what's what if it what if you had to give three that you think were the most likely to happen of things we've talked about three things that they could release that you think would be likely concept art um probably a very short teaser something with again just liara given like a cryptic cryptic clue yeah um talking probably talking about something that's happened or her like her, her internal monologue or something about decision she's got to make or something like that to give you kind of that suspense feeling there's like well, what what does she mean you know it's something maybe something like this is something that i have to do or if i don't do this now you know the entire galaxy could be at risk or just something like that very small but you know it, that it gets you talking and like what is she talking about what is she having to do what kind of sacrifices we're going to have to make yeah get the conversation moving that sort of thing and probably um like another developer blog or something um where they talk about maybe like a couple of the developer interviews or something for the the website where they give you like updates of where they're up to and again nothing concrete but just say look yeah we are working on it and you know, we've just we're on like you know developing our third new planet for you to explore and that sort of thing hmm. so it'll be very minimal i think it'll be very minimal but it'll there'll be just something small in there that that's going to pique people's interest and and get people speculating on youtube so you're going to have speculation videos all over the place of people saying what is she talking about what's she going to do what what could this mean for the future of mass effect that sort of thing hmm. what about you what what uh, were your top three things my top three probably another sound bite and i am gonna say a comic series just because I'm hopeful that they're going to do something with external material. I mean, I just, yeah, I am hopeful and I genuinely think it could happen because in their current state, they've got to do something. I think they know that. And that's why my other one is the TV show. I think that rumor's not even a rumor. It's, 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 it's been like right in our eyesight, like with the whole thing about Henry Cavill's document with the Korean war thing and whatever, like, there is just so much like credence is kind of what credence even means but there's just so much support so there's so much material to support that that it was at least happening at one point that we just can't discredit it or discount it for existing 
at least at one point or another. And this, I think, uh, is definitely something they should do. Uh, and uh, Kate says maybe they should announce the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer coming to the Ledger edition. Not very likely, though. Do you know what? I would really like if those horrible, frustrating issues we've been having with multiplayer, where we can't invite each other, was because this whole time they were hoodwinking us and they were just preparing to move things over. Wouldn't that be nice if, if our suffering was actually for a, for a well, while? Apparently, apparently they have fixed the uh, the invite thing. So okay, yeah, never mind. Might my, my, uh, <laughs> my try it well, out. I suppose I could have only hoped, but I don't know. It, it's a small thing, though. It doesn't seem like something that should take that much effort to do to put into into Legendary Edition. You know, you wouldn't have thought so, but no. it's more work for, and they're not going to get any payoff for it. The people aren't going to pay for it, and they're not going to maintain servers and stuff like that. So mm. there's no return on it, is there? Or maybe just releasing it as a separate, separate, just sort of free to play game, like Fortnite or something. And then, because then what you could do is you could still monetize it and say you can buy packs with this, but you can also do what you always do. And then maybe they get some money on the side as well to help support them. Mm. Like, I don't know. But again, we're going off on a bit of a tangent there. So I think we will wrap it up there for this evening. But I've enjoyed this. Um, just chatting with you guys uh, in the chat. Chat with uh, you, Craig, as well. I think it's we should do some chat. more of these, you know? Yeah. Pick um, if you've got ideas for um, for topics for us, then uh, yeah, make sure you pop it down in the chat or in the comments, and we'll uh, we'll just kick back, relax. I mean, we're going for like an hour and forty minutes now, so mm. everyone feel free to tweet me though when one of my predictions ends up being right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Can you imagine uh, if I was right in a TV show announcement? That'd be so cool. Yeah, it was. It was very nice chatting with you. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try it. Is it? Is it Elpapage? Is it a pel a Apple page. Is it a pel a uh, But yeah, they say it's uh, it's fun. Thank you very much for 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 joining us. Okay, so excited for N7 Day. Uh, countdown is on. It's not long now. Oh, that's a good idea, Kate. N7 Day bingo sheet for predictions. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Kate. It was good, it was a good chat with everyone. It was, it was, yes. It's, yeah, it was. It's Thank been you nice. Know. You know, I personally haven't played Mass Effect much recently, but it's just nice to chat about it, isn't it? I see. I'm I'm actually playing Andromeda at the minute, so I'm determined to finish it. Can we get an applause from everyone collectively in the chat? <laughs> That's right. I have a Mass Effect channel, and I still, to this day, have not finished Mass Effect Andromeda. 
shameful. But you're getting there. Uh, but yes, Kate, and thanks, guys. Should do this after N7 Day. Absolutely. That we should do. We should plan it in for next week. Carla, Kate, if you want to come on. Oh, I, um, I don't know if I can do all four. We'll work that out. <laughs> but yeah, if we want to, uh, we can jump in and out and stuff. Have I played? One, one step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually just reinstalled uh, Origins as well, though, because I do want to make some Dragon Age videos. So, yeah, I've just reinstalled that. So I'm going to run those two games together. How many times have you played it? Well, Origins? Yeah. Um, I've done all all the Origins stories at least once, and the human, I prefer the human um, origin story. I've done that at least two or three times. See, I've 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 never gone through a human playthrough. Maybe not. Just, to, yeah, I mean, I find the elves interesting. I find the dwarves interesting. I just don't find the humans interesting. Oh, you see, to me, the the whole um, I can't remember his name now. The guy that Tim Curry voices, his Ren 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 How. I can't know it's How. Oh, Al Howe, yeah. Al Howe, that was it. Yeah, Rendon yeah. Howe, I think his name is. Um, yeah, I think his whole subplot works way much better if you're human. Yeah, I, I, I do know his involvement. I've played I've played the origin story for the human. I've just not gone far with the main story with the human. Uh, so Kate, yeah, up for a chat afterwards. Um, cards up for chat. Fabulous. Yeah, we'll um, we'll get something planned in uh, because I should imagine it's going to be interesting. Whatever they put out on the end seven day, it's going to be interesting. We're going to have stuff to talk about. So. Oh yeah, it'd be very disappointing if they don't. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think somebody mentioned it earlier in the chat actually. Um, I think the the cast and crew are doing a reunion, the reunion thing that they do. Oh, that's awesome! So, love that. Yeah, we live streamed. I should imagine. So we can um, have a chat about that if you watch it as well. Yeah. And Hollywood guy has a suggestion for the next chat. Could be uh, Dark Energy if it will be in the new game. Might not be, but would be quite cool. Yeah, possibly. Could do. Okay. So we'll be back on Saturday for the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. Will you be there this weekend? Um, I'll have to check that, but I think so. So, be yeah, be this Saturday. So hope to see you then. Um, and big thank you to everyone in the chat for coming and hanging out with us and chatting with us. It's been absolutely fantastic. Thank you to Craig um, for the chat. It's been a pleasure. And we'll say some guy goodbye to a few people in in the chat while I find the button. <laughs> we'll see you next time, Commander. <laughs> Commander. <laughs> <laughs> If you have any comments, questions, or ideas about future episodes, please feel free to send us a tweet at 
Lazarus Podcast on X or Twitter. Or if you'd like to stay in touch with us personally, you can find Tim at Ploppy54 on Twitter, or you can find me on Twitter at the tag at Craig and his Mac. And please do feel free to leave us a five star rating, it would make a huge difference in helping us reach more Mass Effect fans like you. Thank you very much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Lazarus Project, where me and Tim will be chatting to none other than Scott Ryder, aka Tom Taylorson. Happy N7 Day, everyone. <laughs>